Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout, because it'd be boring otherwise. After Christmas, we all get a bit giddy about improving ourselves, and it's a kind of making up for the orgy of fat and booze that Christmas represents. It's like we impose a harsh January on ourselves because we can't have something nice like a piece of cake or an extra drink unless we then need to spend a whole month repenting and punishing ourselves for enjoying it in the first place. Or maybe that's just me. I wonder if it's mince pie poisoning or something like that that means we always set these unattainable or unsustainable goals on ourselves in the new year. I've always had a bit of a hit-and-miss relationship. Some years I jump right into it, and other years I don't even bother. I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that it's my birthday this week. Right now I'm sat with a piece of cake in one hand and a drink in the other, and I'm having a lovely time, thank you. I think it makes more sense to me to count New Year from your birthday anyway, because technically that's when the year started for you, when you arrived, not at a certain point on the calendar. And, you know, the most traditional New Year's resolution is to go to the gym. And, you know, that's fine, but I do that anyway. It's nothing to do with having a new year. It's because I want to look good naked. And, you know, more useful New Year's resolutions, like don't get drunk and make a tit of yourself, continue to elude me. And, you know, it's probably best I don't kid myself and try with something like masturbate less, because that's just not going to happen. I mean, really, if my favourite toy is going to be within arm's reach at all times, then obviously I'm going to play with it until the batteries die. Or... Till I draw blood again. You know, whichever comes first. I read an article recently that talked about this revolutionary idea of masturbation breaks and how it'll make us all so much more productive, as if that wasn't something we were all doing anyway. There's nothing better than sneaking off the toilets for a sly one on company time. I used to really enjoy working out how long it'd take me and then how much that meant I just got paid for touching myself instead of doing real work. Anyway, instead of these well-meaning aspirations that I'll never stick to, I've come up with something a little bit different. None of this new year, new me crap. New Year, same me, because I'm amazing. So yeah, no resolutions, just a couple of rules. Well, not even rules, more like guidelines. I'm not big on rules. Something in me immediately wants to do exactly what I've just been told I'm not allowed to. You know, this is why I shouldn't be allowed near guns or fireworks or Jason Momoa. There's only four of them, you know, four rules, guidelines, whatever. Four of them as a guide to living well, according to me, anyway. Rule one, don't be a dick. It would be great to think that this went without saying, but we all need a reminder occasionally. Like that time I pointed out to someone that their anniversary present was just flowers from the petrol station, and that the flowers themselves had been free with the petrol. That still haunts me a bit, actually. I don't like having a rule defined in the negative, but it used to be be nice, and I ended up in all sorts of irritating situations when I was being nice. Like the time I lent the best part of a grand to my housemate at university, and then I never saw him again. Or the time a different housemate woke me up by having loud sex with my ex-boyfriend and I didn't punch him in the face. Actually, I'm seeing a bit of a pattern here. Maybe rule one should be live with better people. Although that's covered by rule three, so we'll come back to that in a minute. So, yeah, anyway, my point was be nice isn't the same as don't be a dick, although there is a lot of overlap. 
Don't be a dick comes in two flavours, really. Don't be a dick to other people, that's fine, that's kind of obvious, but in the process, don't be a dick to yourself, which includes letting other people be a dick to you. When I was being nice, I let people walk all over me a little bit, so I was being a dick to myself by letting other people do what they wanted without pushing back. It's about boundaries, I think, and it's a personal thing. You'll find the place where you can not be a dick to other people and also not be a dick to yourself, and that might be different from where I am when I do that, but that's the point. This is all very personal. I, I don't know about you, but I find that there's no one harsher about me than I am about myself. And part of rule one is being okay with who you are and not beating yourself up for not being perfect, just generally treating yourself a little bit nicer. Being a better person to yourself as well as to other people. Speaking of better, rule two make things better. Any of the things, all of the things, wherever possible, make the world a slightly better place. And none of this one good deed a day stuff. Why limit yourself to one thing a day? It's not like you have to pay for them. Do as many positive things as you can. And, you know, obviously we all like to think that we're good people and that we do nice things, but there's always room for a little bit more. I'm not saying save the world every day or run around looking for homeless people to invite into your home or give all of your worldly goods to. Rule one still applies, remember. Little things are a good place to start with this. Like helping an old lady with her stuff on the stairs or holding the door open for someone. You know, just generally have a positive impact on whatever situation you're a part of. Whatever room you're in, make sure that your being there improves things, even if it's only a little tiny bit. If you're not improving the situation with your presence, then find another situation to be in. Whether that's work or social life or anything, really. I'm not saying you have to be the life and soul of the party or someone that everyone depends on all the time. I'm just saying, if you're there and you're part of it, be a positive influence on that situation. And that's with everything, not just work, but social life, everything, really. This goes really nicely with rule one, because you're making things better, but not running yourself ragged, because that would be being a dick to yourself. You've got to find the balance between the two. Everyone's mission in life should be to leave things just a little bit better than when they found them. And, you know, sometimes that can just be a blowjob. Everyone loves a gob job occasionally. I mean, on that score alone, I should be up for some kind of Nobel Prize by now. The key here is not doing things because you feel like you should, but because doing things makes you feel good. And once you get into it, it really does. It's weird. Having a positive impact on someone else's life for no other reason than because you can is an amazing feeling. And you know, if we're still talking about blowjobs, then it depends what they've eaten the night before, but that's not the point. Rule three, your time is limited, so spend it wisely. This, again, sits nicely with rules one and two, but there's more to it than just making things better and not being a dick. Surround yourself with people who support and encourage you in doing whatever it is that makes you happy. Make sure you're doing something that makes you happy. And if not, find a way to do something that makes you happy. Make sure that whatever job you're doing is fulfilling in some way or another. And if not, then at least have a solid reason for why you're doing it and plan to move into something that makes you feel more fulfilled. Don't just fall into a job you hate and stick with it because it pays the bills and that's what you do now. We none of us get a lot of time. It's something we all forget, actually. Our time is very limited, and it's important to embrace that. That can be a little bit scary, especially when you're in a place in your life where you're not thought you'd be, but it's not too late to change. It's actually a little exercise based around rule three that might be quite fun, so here's how you do it. Wherever you are now, just close your eyes for a minute and imagine yourself old. You're on your deathbed, surrounded by grieving family members. Come on, do it. Close your eyes. Old you, laid there. Feeling your body starting to give up as it's tired after a long, long life. Your time here is nearly over. And as you lay there, look back over your life. Think of all the things you would do if you were still young enough and still full of energy. 
How you wish you'd not made so many excuses for mediocrity. How you wish you'd lived your life differently, done more exciting and interesting things instead of just a boring job that you didn't love or hanging out with people that actually got on your tits quite a bit. Really picture this. Really get yourself into this feeling. Just keep there. Just doing it for a moment. Really start to think about the regrets that you're going to have as an old person and how you wish you could go back and live your life more fully so that when you're laid there, you won't have any regrets. You'll be able to look back and think, wow, what a great time I've had. You still doing that? Good. Okay, now open your eyes. Boom. Old you got their wish. You're all young and vital and still got plenty of time to do that shit. So go and do it. So to recap, one, don't be a dick to yourself or anyone else. Two, have a positive impact. Three, spend your time wisely. F- oh, cock. I said four, didn't I? Um, rule four, n- never fake an orgasm. I've done that far too often just to get things over with. You know, I don't want to be rude and everything's happening for them. And then you're just kind of like, oh, oh, me too. Excellent. Right. Thanks. That's never a good idea. Although I've never done that when I was on paid time. That's uh, always the real deal because I'm a professional. <laughs> That was probably true. A storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashheart. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.